Welcome to an inspirational teaching by our guest speaker of Adonai Church, Bangalore. We hope you enjoy this teaching. I was doing a, a series, a building character. I've done that uh, building character on faith, love, holiness. And this is one more thing that came into my mind uh, about the tongue, about the, the speech, about the words that uh, uh, we need to uh, speak. So you all know that our Christian life begins with John 3.16. How many of you know John 3.16? It's in the Bible. Yes? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life or eternal life. The Lord Jesus, one who overcome the world, one who is wearing the victor's crown, wants to come into your life. What you believe in John 3.16, he wants to make it more personal by receiving him, Revelation 3.20. How many of you know Revelation 3.20? Again, it's in the Bible only. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will eat with him and he with me. The Jesus who is wearing the victor's crown wants to come into your life and he wants to sup with you. He wants to have fellowship with you. He wants to eat with you. He wants to reveal many things to us. Jesus who came into each one of our lives reveals things to us. You know, how many of you know the, what happens when Christ comes into your life? All these things are all happening. This is not a showpiece. This is for us to remember every Sunday what Jesus did for us in our lives. All the transactions have taken place in our lives. The one of the most interesting thing is uh, Jesus forgave our sins. He crossed us from death to life. Not only that, he made us to cross but also, he lifted us up along with him. And he took us to heaven. And he made us to sit along with him in the heavenly realms. Ephesians 2.6, it reminds us. Ephesians 2.6, it says, God raised us up along with Christ and made us to sit along with him in the heavenly realms. You know who? Where Jesus is seated, do you know that? He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And we are seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ. We are, our position is there. Our place is there. We all need to know in this morning, not only by receiving Jesus Christ into our hearts, but also we need to know our position in, in heaven. We are seated with Christ. And Jesus has delegated us all the things, especially the authority and power He has delegated to us. And he tells us now, with this, you rule your life. At the same time, Jesus reminds us, the Lord who is inside of you reminds you that uh, my son and my daughter, my kingdom is, a, is not a matter of eating and drinking. It's a matter of righteousness, joy, or peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Romans 14.7 it says, we belong to the kingdom of God. Friends, we belong to the king, we belong to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is filled with the full of righteousness, full of 
peace and full of joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what Jesus is telling us that we all need to enjoy his fellowship. We must always rejoice all the time. Have peace with one another, peace with God and peace with yourself. And pursue righteousness in your life. We belong to the kingdom of God. And we have to pursue righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. In order to experience these things in each one of our lives. The word of God comes to our mind in Acts 20.32. Acts 20.32 it says, Paul is telling to the church, Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and makes you to share in the inheritance which God has prepared for each one of us. Unless we as a people of God, unless we commit ourselves to God and to the word of his grace, we cannot grow, we cannot build up, we cannot move upward. In order to enjoy this righteousness, peace and the joy, we need to commit ourselves, the first thing we need to do, commit ourselves to God, to the Father and to the word of His grace. The Bible. Only by which you can able to grow and grow to maturity in Christ. In the bargain, God tells us, if you want to walk in righteousness, peace and joy, there's one thing runs around all of us is the speech, the tongue that we require. If you want to live in peace, you know what? What do you need? If you don't have tongue, no problem only. But if you have a tongue, then it's a big problem for us. We have to live in peace with one another. So that's why the Bible reminds us, guard your speech, guard your speech. You know, when you go to a doctor, I don't know, this modern doctor, just the first they will tell us, just go and pay the bill and come back. But now the, the doctors which I have seen, they say, they are very kind, humble, they say, come on, sit down, open your mouth. But they will say, open your mouth. They will see first your lips. They will see your tongue. They will see your mouth. Put the torch and they will see what is in the mouth. And they will say what is wrong with your body. You understand? By seeing your mouth, the tongue and lips, the doctors can recognize what sickness that you have, what kind of a person you are, what sickness you are undergoing through, they recognize it. Yes or no? The kingdom of God also, the, the way that you speak, they will recognize we belong to the kingdom or not, they will recognize. Even in the present day, in our times, they used to call us for interview. You know, come on, write the test and do all these things. These days, they are highly advanced. Now they call it as a telephonic interview. You heard about telephonic interview? You know, they didn't want to see your face before you, they listen to your voice. They don't want to see your face at all before listening to your voice. Because what you speak, how you speak, they can make out what personality that you have got. Somebody said, the speech is the index of mind. How you speak, they will rate you what kind of a person you are. 90-90% of the people are screened out in the first telephonic interview. It says, I don't want this man. I don't want to see this man. Reject. 
they can recognize this is such an advance so also in the church is the same thing by the words that you speak people can recognize who you are whether you belong to the kingdom this kingdom or that kingdom they will measure your spirituality who you are today god wants to remind us concerning about our speech as the people of god gathered here god tells us watch out your speech in proverbs chapter 18 it says the tongue has got the power of life and death the tongue has the power of life and death those who love it eat its fruit if you love life you will bear different fruit if you love death you will have a different fruit but what god is saying the tongue is a such a powerful instrument in our body that it has got a dual nature it has got a power of life and power of death god is reminding us be careful this tongue has got a very you know powerful instrument in our body it can lead you anywhere so james says in his book he says the tongue the tongue is a very 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 poisonous in this physical body so james is telling the tongue is a very poisonous very deadly poisonous organ in a man's body it is like a fire he says it's like a fire in a in a man's body you know the small fire the small fire can take the whole forest into destruction small spark of fire it is like that the tongue is like just like a fire in our mouth and also he says it's like a poison it can kill you the tongue can kill you do not give any poison if you say something it will cause you to die it is such a powerful tool it is such a power it has got in our lips and jeremiah says the tongue is like an arrow it cuts you gets into the heart directly it's like an arrow i'll share you some of the examples again the bible says the tongue is like a sword it can cut it can bleed you it is like a such a sharp tool in our body we as a christians we should know how to deal with these things this all leads to death all these four characters in the bible which has revealed tongue as a fire as a poison as a arrow as a as a sword can kill a person but uh, other side of it the tongue of life there's also is there bible reveals the tongue is a righteous man's mouth is like a fountain of life are you a righteous person yeah do you believe that jesus has clothed you with righteousness yeah we are all clothed with righteousness god says man i have clothed you with righteousness your tongue i have made you as a fountain of life i have made your mouth like a fountain of life your mouth should produce life and also bible reveals <coughs> the tongue that heals is a tree of life i made your tongue to produce a tree of life life it, it produces life into the lives of the people not only in that in your own life it can uh, produce 
God wants to remind us which way you want to turn. That's why <coughs> Bible reminded us be careful with your tongue. What you speak, how you speak, to whom you speak. Be careful about these things. Repeat, I'll repeat again. What you speak, how you speak, and to whom you speak. Be careful with your words because what we speak has got an eternal consequences. Today that we all stood up and prayed for our nation, what you prayed, what we pronounced, what we declared has got its, its effect on our nation. The words has got an effect. Either it produces life or it produces death. So we are declaring life over our nation. So friends, don't take it lightly. Watch out your lips. Watch out your lips. I've got one story to tell you. I was in Mysore, working for the church there. Suddenly one man, that man is nothing but the church member, believers, regularly attending the church, both husband and wife. They come and pray. They are very pious. One day he is running and coming to the office because the house is very close by to the office. He is running and coming to the church. Pastor, please help me. Are, what happened to you? I am asking, what happened to you? Suddenly, wife also follows him. I saw wife is coming with a knife. I said, my God, what happened to this, this couple? I asked them, and what happened? She is telling me the story. This man whom I married, accusing me. He is accusing me. Unnecessarily, he is accusing me. Accusation. He is accusing me with anger, bursting. And he tells me, I will kill you. With that anger, he is talking to his wife. I will kill you. Pastor, he went to take the stick, but I went to take the knife. <coughs> she chased him from the house to the office, to the church. They came together. I mean, I'm talking about the sword. I'm talking about the sword in the Bible. Actually, this, they carry the sword. The words which you speak has got a, such a consequences. It will bleed you. The sword, it cuts you and it bleeds you, takes your life. So be careful. What kind of a words that you use as a Christian, we need to know. Again, that we need to know. We need to counsel them. We need to teach them. They are all very good people, but sometimes it happens like this way. Thirteen years passed away. That man calls me. Pastor, how are you? That man, still you are alive. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is, in life, there are so many things that happens. In a Christian family, it happens like this way. Of course, they are reconciled, they are living, they need to be taught, they need to be trained, they need to be equipped, they need to be sharpened by the elders. They are leading a good family life. That's another part. But this is what is happening in their lives. Though the words 
the accusing words causes such a damage to the other person. That's why we all need to be very careful what we speak, how we speak, to whom we speak. That's one story that I wanted to tell you about that. There's another story. I want to just bring it to you. What it can damage. There was a wonderful couple. God just married. Beginning to settle down in their marriage. Both are believers. Both are churchgoers. Both are pray to the Lord. Both have got the same Lord. That couple is none other than myself and my wife. You know, at the initial stage, settling down in marriage, there was a disagreement. We don't know how to handle those things. That is far, that's the beginning of our marriage. No marriage course was there. Adana Church was not still existed at that time. We are our own. What we read in the Bible, we are trying to put into practice. But this disagreement happened. You know, the disagreement, you talk after some time, a little bit wise goes up. After some time, the, some more time, some wise goes up. Suddenly you will feel and you will experience thunder and the lightning in the house. <laughs> That's what happening. I'm telling you, this, this is our life. I'm sharing with you. Not knowing what to do. God, we are fighting, fighting. I mean, just small, small issue. Small spark. House on fire. Just because Jesus is our Lord. He prays to her God, I pray to my God, but the Lord is the same. So we prayed. I said, Lord, I am telling to the Lord, Lord, please change her. Lord, you know, we are all believers. We know a little bit of verses here and there. I am praying like this way. She is praying, Lord, change my husband. Lord, he is a pain in my neck. Please change him. So she's praying. I'm praying, Lord, this lady whom you have given to me is like a, you know, thorn in the flesh. <laughs> All spiritual dialogues that we do before God. <clears throat> God says, what is this? I am the same Lord you are complaining to me. But our wonderful Lord, because we loved the Lord and we made a decision. We both of us act together. This is not going to never end. Let us put it before God. This is not the way of Christian living. This is not the way of Christian family. So what we did, it we took up. I said, we made a, both of us passed an amendment. We are not going to raise up our voice for two weeks. You know, the thunder and lightning is one time. Sometimes the, we have a ceasefire in the house for two weeks, no talking. <laughs> <laughs> So all these things are all happening in life, in family, probably what I also experienced. So when we made an amendment, for 15 days, we are not going to raise a voice against each other. That is problem is that sit together, pray to the Lord and solve the problem. So two weeks passed by. We saw some victories in our life. 15 days passed, we saw, Lord, thank you, Father. We are able to succeed in relating with one another and keep focus on you. Likewise, 15 days passed, years passed, now 30 years passed away. Still we are living in victory. 
we want to give thanks to god because the only thing is we invited the lord come and solve us we need you we need your help change our lives change our motives change our thinking the way that we speak change it lord we need to do it so what i god is saying to us change the way that you speak god gives you the apt words so don't allow the tongue of death to rule your life many of us are allowed the tongue of death to rule our lives because many of us do not know how to handle it or how to tame it even james himself has said it at one point such a dangerous organ in our body no man can tame it you can tame the horse you can you know control the ship with a small one wheel you can control the animals you can control the reptiles you can control the seas i mean the fishes in the sea you can control anything in the world but man himself cannot control his own tongue that's what james said it yes by ourselves we cannot succeed but jesus said it it is impossible for man but everything is with god everything is possible with god we can always conquer tame our tongue that's why the psalmist also said it in that one point and he said it with the help of god i can scale a wall i cannot scale a wall but with his help i can scale a wall with his help i can advance against the troop yes with god we can conquer the cities for god we can conquer anything if god is with us friends do you know that jesus who has wearing the victor's crown living in our heart and he tells us one thing in james in john 1 john 3:8 he says i have come to destroy all the works of the evil one i have come to destroy all the works of the evil one he says i have come into your life to destroy all the works of the evil one even i have come to destroy all the the tongue which produces death i have come to destroy it but i have come to give you a tongue a fountain of life which we can produce mighty things out of it so friends be careful how you speak what you speak to whom you speak many a times people do not know what they are speaking to people how the parents speak to children children speak to the parents you know it is out of order no respect no honor nothing so we need to train our tongue to produce life life into the people's life life into our own circumstances so tongue has got the power of life and death bible also cautions us two things concerning the tongue you know the bible says whatever you speak it has got an eternal consequences he reminds us so that be careful with your tongue again the lord says guard your lips guard your lips if you guard your lips you will guard your life it's all in the probs so just listen what i am saying sharing with you so guard your lips so that you can guard your life he who speaks harshly without knowing anything will come to ruin probs 13 uh, 3 
In another words, the Bible reminds us in uh, Colossians 4.6. It says, Let your conversation be full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. God wants every one of our lips to be filled with the full of grace and seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. When you speak, people should feel they are accepted, they are loved, they have been encouraged, they have been motivated, they have been strengthened. Hello. When you speak, you may impart wisdom, you will impart knowledge. God wants us to have this kind of uh, gracious words on our lips. So let our conversation be full of grace and seasoned with salt. When you talk to people, let this be your prayer. Lord, let the you know, the gracious words flow through my lips. Not those cutting words, accusing words, or sarcastic words. You know, these are all the things that damages the, the person's life. And the, here is a, uh, one more thing is that just I have mentioned some of the things here. The God said, uh, get rid of all wholesome talk. Uh, get rid of unwholesome talk, bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander from every form of envy, do not lie, do not gossip, do not accuse, do not give false testimony, and so on. You know, all these things which is coming out of our lips grieves the, the person inside, grieves Holy Spirit, grieves Jesus inside. The way that we speak, it grieves them. Our mouth is not meant for such kind of a things, but our mouth is meant to to practice, exercise righteousness, peace, and the joy. Let the, the word comes out in life. So friends, God is encouraging us. Tame your tongue. Tame your tongue to produce life, not a death, but life. I want to just give you one. Uh, and something happened, a very serious thing happened in my life. I learned many things from that incident. A false testimony. Walking in righteousness. As a children of God, we all need to pursue righteousness, walk in righteousness, practice righteousness. When I was working in a company, I was in a quality control, just I was heading that unit. One of the product was completely failed. It has to be dispatched. It was a time schedule was already over. The manager comes and the director comes to my room and then he speaks to me, and the manager tells. Because the material has failed, it is lakhs of rupees, lakhs in crores it is, that the whole, the whole consignment has failed, which has to be given it out. So he tells me, can you change the readings? Can you see that, change the documents? Can you see that uh, this material is being passed, this consignment is passed, approve it out, just push it out. I know it has failed, but we need to push it out. We need to send it out by day after tomorrow, dispatch it. They told me, the manager told me that then the director is standing in front of him and just is watching me what I am going to do. I do not know. This is what I spoke. Sir, this is against my faith. I told him to change all these things. It has failed, it has failed. Let us resend it for reprocessing and let's correct it and then move it forward. It is against my faith. And also it is against the value of the company. 
because th that is the time that way that uh, all the values or has been you know company has come out with the new things you know declaring their values and the visions and distributed to the every employee as one of the thing is you know that we deliver the approved specific material to the you know the customers we practice honesty integrity all this you know, big list is there so this is also against this what we are doing it director became so angry he looked at me he walked out but he said one thing i will see you what do you mean by i will see you they went out as they went out here my heart started beating oh lord what do you mean by i will see you because he is the man who signed my appointment letter i got a fear the fear inside gripped in my heart lord i am going to get married soon i am going to lose my job here lord this man who said i will see you i don't know what is going to do to me i was filled with fear you know that is the that is the one time that uh, my the fear to the my to the height out of the blue i can say god did not speak to me from heaven but god speak to me through his word the word of god jumped out of my heart because i used to read the word and i used to underline the some of the things which i liked the one verse just came into my mind it stood so powerful to me god said fear not isaiah 41:10 it says fear not for i am with you be not dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you i will help you i will uphold you with my victorious right hand this is our rsp version the word of god jumped out of me and said man i am for you i looked at god at one time i said lord i want to thank you for this promise for this word but still that fear is you know shaking me it took couple of days to get away from that i came to know that they sent it for reprocessing it i stood my ground i prayed lord according to your righteousness i have taken my stand after 3 months the same two people walks into my room again lord i don't know they are coming with a termination letter or they are coming with a some other letter i don't know they walks into my room this is what director spoke to me man i am going to change you from here i am going to promote you i am going to give you another department where only you can handle it see what the word he is only you can handle that one there are other five people are there who are competing for that post but i will take you there he posted me there what happened with the help of god we are able to succeed in all the things we are able we came victoriously but this man who said uh, i will see you he started seeing me every day in that department <laughs> i'm not joking this is a reality he started becoming very close to me i am here i am here is is beating here i was reading the bible somewhere uh, after one year i don't know when i was going through the book of proverbs it says if you stand for righteousness kings will become your friends that man become really my friend only but i know i he is he is the boss that time came to me to resign the job i resigned my job i said why are you resigning 
you know, he told me one thing I didn't say in the first, you are a fool, he told me. He told me, you are a fool. Because I was already climbed up uh, at the top. I'm going up. Everything what I had, I, I, was, I was having it. The freedom I had. Sir, I to resign. I'm joining the church. You're joining the church. What it is there, man? What are you going to do in the church? But I said, Lord, in my heart I said, Lord, nah, sir, I'm joining a bigger company than this. I to work there. Sure. At the end, he told me one thing. If you change your mind, come back, I will take you. He told me, of course, there's so many things happened in there during the time. But what I want to encourage you in this morning, as Christians, you may be having running businesses, you may be having so many things. But one thing, remember, we are called to walk in righteousness. We are called to pursue righteousness. There are many things oppose us. Many things bring fear to us. Many things we dare to us. You know, let us not be afraid of it. God above who is in control of our lives. I learned one thing in that, in that place. Lord, nobody can touch my life without your permission. That's what confidence that I had. So what I want to tell you, again, what God is telling to tell you, don't give up. Pursue. There are certain things we as Christians... We need to stand for the truth. We need to overcome all the other hurdles. Whatever they may be, do not fear. Do not even fight for death, for the loss of jobs, or so many things. But God is on our side. He will take you and He will uh, uh, lift you up. Amen, church? Let us pursue. Let us change the way that we speak. I want to tell you one more thing in that. As you spend time with the Lord every day, you need not go to the dictionary to, you know, to practice your vocabulary and your words. You know, a lot of colory words are there in the dictionary to say to people, you say like this way, you say like that way. There are so many things are there. But if you spend time with the Lord, the ability and the vocabulary comes from Him. He fills your mouth with His words and with His thoughts. I realized when I spoke to the director, I never thought I'm going to speak those things. One side I'm having a fear, why this man came here? So when you depend upon God, the vocabulary, the right words comes to you in the right time. So that's why the God always said, I will fill your mouth with my words. So in this morning, I want to encourage you. If your tongue is on the other side, on the death side, please repent. So I want to give you some application part of it for you to understand. The first thing, the first thing that you need to do is be willing to change the way you think and the way that you speak. The first step to change things in your life, what God is saying is change the way that you think and the change the way you speak. The moment you change the way you think, your, your vocabulary also changes. The way, how you speak also, it uh, changes. The second thing is, Believe, confess, and thank God my mouth is a tree of life and a fountain of life. Believe this. Even today that we have declared it to the nation, but today you declare to yourself, my mouth is a, is a fountain of life. It's a tree of life. Lord, I declare it over my mouth. No longer it is going to hold the power of death but he is going to hold the power of life which comes from you. Declare it. 
believe it believe it and confess it it will become the part of your life if you don't confess if you don't believe then other one will get hold of you very easily the third thing is identify your weakness probably in your days in your time you might recognized your tongue how you know subtle it is your weakness where you are weak whether you accuse your person whether you are telling lies whether you you have a bitter words you know there are so many things you can identify identify your weakness and bring it before god i said repent before god these are the things i have done and i repent before you i'm sorry that it has caused a you know, lot of damage to people and to your kingdom please forgive me ask forgiveness repent and renounce it in that place ask god to fill you with his words and with his wisdom ask god lord fill me fill my heart with your words fill my heart with your wisdom so that my vocabulary can be changed i can able to use the right words in the right time the fourth one pray see without god's help you can't do you can't change your tongue we need god's help the fourth one pray lord anoint my lips with grace our heavenly father anointed jesus lips with grace that's why jesus is able to speak those gracious words today you and i can pray i said lord our king anoint our lips with your grace so that i can able to speak gracious words and secondly it says touch my lips with fire as isaiah pray lord i have got unclean lips but god sent that fire and touched his lips today you can also pray the lord my lips are unclean lips it has spoken a lot of things caused lot of damage please let your fire the fire of the holy ghost let the fire comes and touch my lips let every filthy thing be burnt away from my lips set me free redeem me redeem my tongue from this you can pray wholeheartedly pray god will do it when you honestly when you pray then god is serious in doing things for you then fifth one you can also pray lord let my conversation be full of grace and seasoned with salt so that i know how to answer everyone including my wife my husband my children my colleagues to everybody lord give me let my conversation be full of grace god touch my lips you can pray the sixth one this is another prayer that you can pray every day the beginning of your day lord set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips send an angel to guard my lips guard my mouth let not the words of death should not come out of my lips lord guard it lord i need your help you can tame your tongue it will listen to you lastly some is prayed that i will hide your word in my heart that i might not sin against you the psalmist prayed how can a young man keep his way pure lord how can we keep our tongue pure by guarding it according to thy word by the word of god we can guard our lips and he continued to pray in verse 11 i have hidden your word in my heart that i might not sin against you pray that read the word of god store the word of god in your hearts so that the word of god will keep your tongue in check so that you will might not sin against god i sin against people sin against yourself so that we as the church can able to walk in righteousness 
we can walk in peace, we can enjoy life with one another. Understanding, church, what God is saying to us in this morning, set a guard. Keep watch, keep watch over your lips so that we as the church can able to move forward in victory that may bring glory to God. Welcome to an inspirational teaching by our guest speaker of Adonai Church, Bangalore. We hope you enjoy this teaching.